Hi there, my name is Doran Stambaugh, or Father Doran, as I'm sometimes referred to in my role as an Episcopal priest at St. Michael's by the Sea in Carlsbad, California. And I'd like to share a little bit with you about the Jazz Legends podcast, how it came into being, what it's about, who's involved. In many ways, it's the story of how did a parish priest find himself hanging out with five of the best local jazz musicians in Southern California on a weekly basis for the last four years. Well, I've been a jazz lover for about a decade now and had thought about and dreamed about the possibility of blending a worship service at the church with really good jazz music, but I never had the nerve to give it a try. Well, and then 2020 came around and uh, we began experimenting, didn't we, in those COVID years. And so in the fall of 2020, I reached out into the community uh, looking for the best jazz musicians around and as fate or providence would have it, this quintet was assembled and we began Jazz Evensong at the parish. We started in the fall of 2020, and the format is about an hour and a half, and it was a way for us to offer a free community event, a concert outside, live music at a time that was very challenging um, in our nation and in our world. Uh, Live music was essentially shut down, locked down, but churches were permitted to gather. And so uh, under the auspices of a church service, we provided this hour and a half concert outside on the lawn, and it's still it's still going. One of the unique things that the band started to do, and I don't exactly remember when it started, but it was around the time of Charlie Parker's birthday, and the, uh, the conversation was uh, something about, well, how about let's just do all uh, bird tunes? And, and from that, well, it followed a pattern. And not unlike the uh, calendar of saints in the liturgical calendar, if you're familiar with that, there's uh, St. Patrick's Day and St. Valentine's Day and a whole number of uh, saints' days throughout the annual calendar in the Christian tradition. Well, the band has started um, looking down at the ca- looking at the calendar, looking ahead, and choosing a different composer, a different artist, a different musician and showcasing only their tunes for that particular week. And so that has become a wonderful uh, educational component of what happens at Jazz Evensong every week. So every week we show up and listen to tunes from John Coltrane or Duke Ellington or Dexter Gordon or Miles Davis or Paul Desmond or you name it. And get get a sense of the flavor of that particular artist's music and, and for me, I've begun uh, really, really looking forward to not just the music, but the conversation that happens before the set and during the set, but musically and in between the tunes, and especially afterward to hear these, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just call them local legends. Uh, they've, they've asked me not to because um, they say, well, you know, sounds like a legend they're usually dead, right? And we're not dead, so don't call us legends. But in my view, they're local legends. But to hear them have these conversations and share the anecdotes they do about the different musicians that they're, whose music they're playing, about their experience with these artists, which is very deep. The musicians 
that these artists have played with, which I'll share in just a moment, you'll see, uh, is quite incredible. And the conversations themselves are much like the music that they play. Um, interesting, funny, creative, uh, joyful. And I thought, my goodness, I would love to share these conversations with others who are interested in and love jazz music. And so that's the idea behind the Jazz Legends podcast. Uh, there's a, a couple different layers of meaning here. Uh, of course, the subjects that the band will be talking about are themselves the legends, the great legends, all-time legends of jazz. I think of these guys as local legends myself, and you'll see why in a moment when I give you the, uh, the roster of who we're talking about and who they've played with. And of course, many of the stories that uh, are shared in the jazz world about these legends, well, they're, they're legendary stories in and of themselves. That is, they're somewhat apocryphal. There's probably a good deal of truth. Maybe, maybe they've been stretched a little bit as they've been passed around, but they are actual legends that get told about these incredible musicians and performers. And then the last, uh, the last meaning behind the word legend is that little key that's on a map is sometimes referred to as a legend. And these anecdotes and these conversations, at least as I've experienced them, have served for me as a kind of key uh, to the map of this incredible world of jazz music. Uh, this music, uh, if and if you're a jazz listener or a jazz lover, then you are well aware of its history and where it comes from. And that's another uh, important piece of what I think, well, why I think the jazz music uh, and these stories and its history needs to be shared and needs to be amplified. This jazz has been, it's been referred to as um, a quintessential American art form, a uniquely American art form. And I think that that's true and it's wonderful, uh, but it also comes from a very difficult part of our American history. And that's one of the reasons why it needs to continue to be played and listened to and celebrated and amplified. Ken Burns made a very robust documentary as he does on the subject of jazz. And in his introduction, he talks about, alludes to the black experience in America as it relates to this art form. And he says, our study of jazz offers the explosive hypothesis that those who have had the peculiar experience of being unfree in a free land might actually be at the center of our history. He goes on and says, their music processes the contradictions that many of us would rather ignore. And it is, the music he says, and the experience, it is about suffering and celebration. And this theme you'll find in the history of jazz, if you're reading about jazz or listening to others talk about it, you'll see this, a variation on this theme appear again and again. Just recently, I was listening to a, a podcast that Dave Chappelle puts out called The Midnight Miracle. And in it, and, and he will, Chappelle will talk a lot about jazz and the importance of jazz. And he says in this latest episode, he says the original sin of America, of course, he's talking about slavery. The original sin of America produced some of the greatest Americans. Muhammad Ali is a quintessential American production. Jazz music 
he says, and the inference is, is a quintessential American production. It's a wild paradox. And he goes on to say, all of our music, that is black music, all of our culture, all of our poetry is about the same energy that makes us survive a nightmare and make it beautiful. Not just for us, well, for everybody, he says. And there you have that same juxtaposition of suffering and celebration, part of what jazz music offers to the world, literally. So the local legends that will be speaking on this Jazz Legends podcast are uh, not in order of importance. That would be impossible. So I made them alphabetical. Keith Bishop. Keith is originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He taught at Duquesne University and Carnegie Mellon University and toured as saxophonist and arranger for the Buddy Rich, Woody Herman, Glenn Miller, and Artie Shaw big bands. He spent many years touring worldwide with a number of Broadway show orchestras, in addition to subbing in New York City pit orchestras for several years. He appears on recordings with Phil Woods, Bud Shank, Mike Baroni, Cecilia Coleman, and Lad McIntosh. Gunnar Biggs has been a prominent figure in the musical environment in Southern California for over 40 years and is often the bass player of choice for numerous jazz ensembles and recording sessions in the region. In his 20s, he went on the road with renowned drummer Buddy Rich. That's right. Uh, you should hear Keith and Gunnar tell their Buddy Rich stories. Um, and Gunnar went on to perform with other major jazz artists, including Thad Jones, Mose Allison, Sheila Jordan, Tommy Flanagan, Red Norvo, Papa John Creech, Shelley Mann, Joe Pass, Barney Kessel, and Charles McPherson. Gunnar is active in the classical world as well and has performed with the San Diego Opera, San Diego Chamber Orchestra, and Orchestra de Baja California. He taught double bass for 25 years at San Diego State University and Palomar College, where he served as director of jazz ensembles for five years. He continues to teach bass and has a large number of private students. That's Gunnar. On piano in this band is Leonard Thompson. He has lent a distinct voice as a soloist, accompanist, and composer over the past 30 years, maintaining an active presence in the San Francisco, Southern California, and New York jazz communities. Recordings or performances as a sideman include vocalists Cleo Lane, Marlena Shaw, Mary Stallings, as well as band leaders, composers Justin Morrell, Matt Otto, and Jamie Baum. Leonard's debut recording as a leader, Wayfair, is a set of original compositions and features bassist Ryan McGillicuddy and drummer Mark Ferber. A recent collaborative release, the Ornery Coleman Trio, is co-led by drummer Jason Harnell and organist Joe Bagg. Joey Carano, is considered one of the finest guitarists in San Diego and is also a highly regarded studio musician. He developed his loose style playing a variety of improvisational and jazz music. Having traveled professionally throughout North America, Great Britain, France, Russia, and Australia, Joey now performs in San Diego where he enjoys teaching and exploring new musical ideas. A pianist, percussionist, and composer Bob Weller has enjoyed a significant career as a jazz drummer, working with jazz greats Joe Pass, Mose Allison, Benny Golson, Herb Ellis, Dave Carpenter, to name a few. 
He has also recorded and performed with a number of experimental free jazz and avant-garde artists, including George Lewis, Nathan Hubbard, and Jason Robinson. Bob has played percussion with the Phoenix Symphony and the L.A. Phil. While living in New York, he played with many well-known jazz artists and studied piano with Phil Markowitz and drums with Peter Erskine. He's performed percussion and drums in numerous musicals, including the West Coast pre-Broadway revival of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, starring Nathan Lane, and which went on to win the 1996 Tony Award for Best Revival. Oh, and Bob also recently published his first book, Stravinsky and Cubism, and currently teaches drum set and jazz piano at Palomar College in San Marcos, California. There's the band, the jazz evensong quintet that performs live every Sunday afternoon starting at 4 o'clock at St. Michael's by the Sea. And did I mention it's free? It's got to be up there with the best, uh, <laughs> the best live music you'll hear in Southern California and certainly the best free live music that you'll hear. So if you find yourself in the San Diego area and you want to come by and listen to some great musicians, play some incredible music, you're always welcome. And as I share at Jazz Evensong, I have it on very good authority that the only music that we'll be hearing in heaven is jazz. So you can prepare for eternity every Sunday starting at 4 o'clock at St. Michael's Jazz Evensong, or now by listening to the Jazz Legends podcast, or simply putting on some of your favorite jazz music and soaking it in. (laughs) 